Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Something to be said about where we're at in the program. Frustrated with the amount of time that it takes. You know, I, I talk about real conversations. I'm, I'm, I'm watching people left, right, and center with these, these weight loss drugs that they're clearly taking, losing a lot of weight real quick. Uh, today I was like Googling side effects, you know, thyroid cancer, like bleeding out your eyeballs, you know, just all these kinds of things. And like, I get it. I'm so excited to today for today's guest. Sarah's been in four groups. She's down 82 pounds. Talk about the evolution of a journey that is like, is pretty much going to guarantee maintenance. Like all of the things that you, there's a lot of fucking things that you need to do to not only lose your weight successfully in a healthy way, but to get you to a place where you can maintain it. I get the frustration of that, but there's no, I'm trying to, there's no way around it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At some, you're like, the quick fix, whether it's a, a new weight loss pill or some new fad diet, you know, how long we've been doing quick fixes for it, 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 it takes longer probably than what people like not to lose the weight. I think to mentally get to a place where they can maintain it. There's, there is so much to it because I think for what it really means to people, like all the ways it'll be life changing when you're in tune with your body, when you're calm around food, when you work through issues and associations and beliefs that you've been dealing with, like, you know, I think what, what were we saying about, about Sarah, our guest coming up six years old, her mom told her she was too, too big for ballet, like shit like that. We've been working through around here. Like it's no joke, you know, Yeah, 40 some years later, that's still in her head and that's still, yes. you know, part of the conversation. So yeah, man, yeah. you're allowed to be frustrated. How are people feeling now? Are you getting that sense that people just like, there's some people that are a little bit, there's a people, some people that are a little bit frustrated and tired, especially people that are on multiple uh, programs. I've been working at it for a while. I kind of yeah. always like to think of it as that um, you're building a house analogy and you see um, some of the houses that are built places that are just thrown up quickly or people have flipped quickly. Those are the quick fixes in my mind, the quick fix diets. Like, yeah, it might look really good when they flip a house really fast, but yeah. when you actually get the inspector in there and check everything out, all of a sudden everything needs to be redone again in a year or two because nothing was done properly. Yeah. So, you know, looking at it, if you really want this to last building that solid foundation and really putting the time in is, is, what's going to make this finally and forever. You get a quick fix and it's going to be over as fast as you got it. You put right? the time in and you're going to get the reward of time in return. Like shout out to all the people who are showing up as frustrated as the, as it can be, as, as tiring as it could be, as time consuming as it can be. Do you know what I mean? Like seriously, shout out to all the people who are showing up doing the real work this this is the real work you know recognizing the time it takes to make major change that people are after yeah. recognize the shit that they have to work through you know what i mean to get to that place like i think that's like the biggest takeaway i want people to understand is this is the kind of work you have to do to make that real change you have to step out of your comfort zone you have to work through your issues and associations it's exhausting it takes forever it's frustrating it's all those things yes but will it be worth it in the end like absolutely you know absolutely okay so let's let's get right into it today we got a lot to talk about what are what do people yeah. want to talk about today with this week week nine yeah, week nine big week this week because this is the first week that we make any real changes to the food yeah. plan so changes to the food plan are definitely the top of everybody's mind okay um and eating to satisfaction there's uh, a lot of people are picking up on their body signals and the changes that are happening the changes in their hunger levels and um to go along with this tweak and just even in general to where they're at in the program okay. and then i would say Returning members, returning with fresh eyes would be the mm. other thing. Just as we were saying, people that are starting to get frustrated and have, you know, expectations and um, how they can't, they expect, they're expecting things to be easier the more they do it. And 
loss can be, it's, it's still, you're going through different things. It's not always easier, but it's different. Well, I, we're going to get to that last one, but with that people usually like, I'm doing everything I did last time. I'm like, you don't want to be doing the things you did last time. You're bringing a whole new body to the table this time, not just physically, mentally. And man, I don't know that it gets, it gets, it gets easier from the perspective that you're addressing why your body's feeling you need to store fat. And your body wants this fat gone just as much as you do. But I wouldn't say, you know, it gets easier each round and each group. Cause I think you just work through deeper and deeper stuff. You know, yeah. I digress though. Let's go back to the first one changes yeah. in the food plan. Cause there's, there's a, there's, there's not a lot of changes, but it's enough change that people are noticing. So we're down to one snack in the afternoon, primarily because your body's becoming more efficient at getting the nutrients that it needs from the foods that you're eating and eating that many times a day was for a rhyme and a reason. But at this point, there's, you want to let that migrating motor complex kick in. You want to, you, you want to kind of mess with those hunger levels. We said that each week and tweak, we approach weight loss from a variety of different angles to really shake things up. So you should notice a change in your hunger level. Um, we are, we are switching up the star of the, of the show for meals just to see the little difference. They're really feeding into that protein that feeds into your satiety. So focusing on protein at lunch is going to feed into those satiety hormones more so than when the focus was vegetables, which should have you feeling more satisfied even though you're dropping down to one snack in the afternoon and then that's where you want to that's where you want to make sure you're getting protein and fat in with that afternoon snack as well that it's going to take you to dinner right and then dinner we're switching up the start of the show there so it's now vegetables giving your body a little bit more of those carbs as you roll into the evening after working so hard each day um we're also we're also in bumping up the protein fat feeding into your satiety hormones you should be noticing that you are feeling different. A lot of people will feel heavy. You know, I do you have a lot of people talking about how they feel heavy and I just, I don't know, all this protein makes me feel heavy. Well, yeah, that's where you got to ask the four questions. I think what happens is at this point in the program, because people are getting tired, they are dropping the ball on asking those four questions. They think, let's switch up the stuff, higher protein fat, let's do this, let's do that. And they're forgetting to ask the four questions because your protein and fat hits different. That's why we kind of, we, we started to introduce that in week eight with feeding the metabolism. And now we're picking up on that, right? It just, it, it hits a lot different. So a few changes, not a whole lot. I mean, breakfast is the, still the focus. Morning snack, you now have flexibility. So the easiest thing you could do is focus on high protein for breakfast. Take that morning fruit snack, add a protein and fat with it, right? Switch up the star of the show at lunch. Easy peasy done. Combine your two afternoon snacks down to one and then have your dinner. I mean, if you really want to keep it simple, but the exciting is things, there's a lot more flexibility. So are people freaked out by the changes? They're loving the changes. They're, what are they? they're freaked out by the changes a little bit. Um, I did have one member this morning say that they were feeling uncertain about the loosening of the, like how strict that, like having your fruit in the morning and your veg and then your nuts was super simple and basic. Now they're being given more options for those snacks and they're feeling like that freedom is freaking them out a little bit. Um, but that is where we start leading into the end of the program. You start getting in more in tune. This is where you can kind of play around with that a little bit. Like, yes, you can have your fruit with some added fat. You can have yeah. your veg and snack combined and you can make it easy, but, you know, push yourself a little bit and think about if that's really what you want, or if you're just having that because it's easy and you don't have to think about it. So I think now is a good time to check in with that. I think the other thing is people are very, you know, people that had their routine prior to the program starting and were questioning what we did because it didn't fall in line with what they like or what they do every day. They've now had eight, nine weeks where they've settled into the routine of what the program is. And now that we're switching that up a little bit, like the biggest question, of course, this week is, can I still have my overnight oats for breakfast. That's what I've been having every morning. And, you know, having that change where we're suggesting maybe the heavier carb vegetables or grains are best left out and focusing on the protein and fat this week, that's freaking them out a little bit because that's become part of their routine. And I think it's good because it shakes them up. We're always saying, have those heavier carbs if you feel you need. And there are those people that have been putting them in because it's the routine or what they've always done. So it's again, a good opportunity to get them out of their comfort level with that one. 
Yeah, it's that comfort zone. Like, first of all, we we want people to lose as much weight as possible. I think sometimes that people think that we don't want that when in reality, we want that it is only to our benefit that you lose as much weight as possible in the healthiest way possible around here. So there's a rhyme and a reason there's a I always say this, the faster, quicker, better, more effective way to lose weight, I would be letting you know, I would be letting people know and this really is it right. So I, I one of the things you talked about is that freedom. So so make no mistake although and we're going to be phasing into personalizing the plan you're doing all of the things you're doing more things we are not letting up and letting go just because you have a bit more flexibility in terms of your snacks if anything you're doing all the things that's what doing all the thing all the things is about is literally doing all the things so there is no there's no lack of there's no release in the structure or a lack of guidance or a lack of routine, it's all still very much there. So the question is, if you don't trust yourself, because isn't this really what the issue is? If you don't trust yourself with having more options, which are pretty specific, we do give people a list. It's not like you can just go eat Cheetos for your afternoon snack over here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you don't trust yourself, then keep it super simple. Have that fruit, add a slice of cheese or some nut butter. You combine your two afternoon snacks down to one. That's the only thing that's really changing for you with that. And you know what the exciting thing is? It doesn't have to be big sweeping changes. It's just change. It's just a little bit of change physically and mentally, physically, right? Your hunger levels are, 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 are a little out of whack because we're feeding into those satiety hormones. Right. Um, and then mentally, because we're decreasing the number of times that we're eating and, you know, so there, there isn't a, there isn't less structure. I think that's really important. You should be digging your heels in at this point, being all in doing all the things, pulling out that maximizing post. Do you know what I mean? There, there's still very much a food plan that you are following. So if it's your perception that it's too loosey goosey it's probably that you don't trust yourself right yeah trust yourself or you know that you're trying to get away with something that isn't the best idea like you know we have a yeah. lot of people like can i i really love my fruit snack can i have it twice a day now and you know you saying that means that you know it's probably not the best idea for you unless you're feeling it, but you're trying to see where there's maybe a loophole. And I think that's where people find those people that want to just eat peanut butter off of a spoon between every meal and count it as their snack. This is where they're going to try and find that loophole. And I think you need to have a real conversation with yourself. If you're asking because you think you found a loophole, then maybe yeah. you should think about how far those loopholes have gotten you up until now. And yeah, because it's, it's yourself you don't trust, not the not the fact that there's no structure. There's all of the structure in the guidelines. Again, well, there, there's a call. Oh my God, that's me. I love my overnight oats. Feeling withdrawal. Old habits die hard. Like, yeah, you love. This is not the time to be adding things that you love. It's about maximizing your efforts. You can't on one hand be like, oh, I don't have a lot of time left and I'm stressing out and I want to lose the weight. Why isn't my scale moving? And on the other, just having things that you love and that you like, you know what I mean? This is, this is the time that you've carved out in order to accomplish this goal. The whole point being that once you lose your weight, you can have the foods that you love. Do you know, you, you, you can have, you can have your overnight oats every day if you want to have your overnight oats every day you know not to say that you can't still have overnight oats you bump up the protein it's just that people get relaxed when it comes to that breakfast and they just end up getting into this mode of what they like and what they love and what's easy right yeah. and you know i wish i'm trying to make this as easy as possible but at the end of the day you're going to have to make some change and if you want to see that scale move sooner rather than later and you want to keep building on where we're at and what you're doing then you definitely want to follow the follow what we're suggesting right so, but you can go back to that oh it's, that's not that's not going to be forever we're just talking two weeks two weeks, two weeks. Think <laughs> how much you'll love them there. when you go back to them in two weeks <laughs> I get it though. I, I, I totally get it. The combination of the time in the program, the time you've been spending doing this, the folks that you focus on, you're just kind of like, man, come on already. But this is not the time to, to, to be like relaxed and lax. This is time to be like, what can I do to maximize the shit out of the time that I got left and do all the things. So people are hesitant at every tweak we make. People are hesitant. hesitant. Yes. And then the same people are like, oh, I don't want to do that. Are going to be like, can I keep doing this? <laughs> Just keep it moving. Always, <laughs> always. Okay, changes to the food plan. Just step out of your comfort zone. You know, be all in. 
what it, you got nothing to lose but weight at the end of the day. We, we want you to lose the weight. We, and what you're learning from these tweaks when you step out of your comfort zone, what you're learning from these changes in your food may not be what you like or love, but you're going to understand the effect that they have and the small changes that you are making and, and, and the effect that it's having on. Okay, what's next? What's next? What's next is actually that leads right into eating to satisfaction. And mm. that can feel very different for people. People that have had that, they're looking at their portions they've been eating they're like you said they've gotten lax on the four questions all of a sudden you're bumping up the protein and the fat and then you're saying i feel full and bloated well were you eating the same amount of food as you were when you were eating vegetables for lunch because if you eat the same amount of protein or you know adding fat to your snack and eat the same amount of apple and you have cheese to it it's going to affect you differently you're yeah. going to be done sooner so the yes. whole concept of eating to satisfaction in addition to sort of what we're choosing is also off the heels of feeding the metabolism and what you've already you've been playing around with your satisfaction levels and your metabolism the last couple of weeks yeah. it's all very different so it's not just because you're eating more protein and fat that you feel that heavy bloated feeling or overly satisfied. Yeah. Or on the other, on the other side of that, if you're feeling hungrier, right. And you're just like, Oh my goodness, my hunger. I'm like, I'm people, people, people at this point, I saw a comment of someone saying, well, because I'm not having that two snacks in the afternoon, I'm, I'm worried about being overly hungry. I'm going to eat overeat dinner and I'm going to eat at night. Well, no, you're not. Cause if you think that you're going to do that, don't do that. That's number one. Yeah. <laughs> one. But also it may not have anything to do with decreasing the number of snacks and everything to do with the fact that your body's starting to increase your metabolism with where you're at in the program. Your body starts to give you more energy with where we're at seasonally. In wintertime, your body pulls you out of that hibernation mode, starts to give you more energy, right? And and you're and and also you're more in tune to your hunger level. So also, you know, just because your body's really being really loud and clear about letting you know that you're hungry doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to need to eat more food, right? So pay attention to that. I'm really hungry. I start to eat. I get satisfied quite quickly especially when you're bumping up that protein and fat, right? So, so that can go either way. Four questions. Four, the, 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 this one's an easy one. Ask the four questions. Do not let up on that. Eventually, you're going to ask them so many times in so many different situations and circumstances. You won't have to ask anymore because it's, it's just going to be, it's just going to be second, second nature. So, so make sure you're asking, asking those four questions, be super relentless about that. And then also remember portions are what they feel like, not what they look like. Being in tune to your portions is, is just as much like it's that one egg one day, the next day, three eggs, right? So being in tune to your portions may, may mean that your portions are bigger at some of your meals or snacks than what you're used to. If you are kind of taking out that afternoon snack, do you know what I mean? Maybe you're a little hungry when the time does come for it. So it's a little bit bigger or do you know what I mean? Just be open to that. And, and to the fact that your body's changed each day, four questions. And then, yeah. Yeah. And I think to add to that, to what you were saying about energy levels, I know for me, for example, I started working out again yesterday because I had the urge and I had the energy and I'm definitely noticing it a little bit today with where I'm at. Like this morning, I ate breakfast probably an hour before I normally do because yeah. I was super active on Sunday and yesterday and that increased activity is going to probably require a little bit more fuel when I'm having it. Not always, you know, yeah. but it's like you said, the fluctuating hunger, there's things that are going to add to that. I've been extra thirsty, but Hey, guess what? I was sweating a little bit the last couple of days. So being in tune with that too. So thinking about how that extra energy and the extra daylight hours we have now and all of that, how it affects your hunger, your satisfaction, yeah. how much you need yes. to. The, the change in timing. I'm, I'm going to, there's two comments tonight. I'm seeing slowing down when eating sure helps when eating to satisfaction. So this is something we're actually going to, we have a post on this and this is sort of where that protein and fat, it takes a little bit longer to break down in your body and you do feel more satisfied once your body starts to break it down. But there is something to be said for, for being in the moment really. And that's what asking those four questions really helps you to do is kind of slow down, you know, make sure you're chewing your food, especially if you're on the go. Um, so that's a real thing. I also want to talk about the peanut butter on a spoon. The peanut butter on a spoon, because this is where I noticed someone's like, oh boy, the peanut butter on the spoon. Yeah, this is not the time for peanut butter on a spoon. Like this is, the, no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's not like, 
and it's 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 not because you have to worry about too much fat or too much protein or anything like that you know you know if you put it you can definitely put it on an apple and you know slap it on an apple or whatever but that going into that that peanut butter on a spoon again like why are we doing that because now we can have more protein and fat so now we're back to that rather make no mistake just having your whole nuts you know it does the trick that you want your body to go through that breakdown process but why is that always a thing for people that's a great question. <laughs> I think it's, I, I, I think that the reason that it's always a thing for people is because they're, I mean, they love it. It's peanut butter. Come on. Who doesn't love it? But, um, they can, it's that treat. I think in other diets and other programs, it's that one innocent treat. If somebody feels like pudding, somebody feels like chocolate, somebody feels like they feel like they're going to get satisfied buy that peanut butter on a spoon. Yes. And it's, it's, it's really, it's that treat. It's that habit of giving yourself a piece of chocolate in the afternoon. It's really just replace that. It's what can I have that I don't feel too bad about? Oh, it's higher protein and fat week. I'm not going to yes. feel bad about peanut butter. So, yes. you know, they'll add it. It's kind of like a dessert that they try adding it at the end of the meal. So I think it's just people just trying to, you know, just trying to have that treat. Yeah. Peanut One step treat. away from Nutella. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know you, but I can eat a whole jar in one sitting of Nutella. Yeah. And again, like that's so, so these are things that like, and let's not be afraid to ask yourself these questions. Why, why do I want this? Why am I so resistant? Why am I pissed off right now? Why am I frustrated? When this, we talked about this in the live this morning. It was a good conversation. You have to go into, you have to go into those feelings and ask yourself, what's that all about? What am I trying to do here? How do I feel right now about this program? How do I feel like about, am I going to be here at the end? Like ask yourself these hard questions and then remind yourself why you signed up in the first place, because you want to get this shit done. Right. And there's no, there's no way, there's no way around it than the other doing the work. Even if you want to go take a quick fix pill at the end of the day, you're going to get it all back the minute you stop taking it because you didn't do the real work, you know? So let's ask these real questions. Okay. Um, we got, where are we at now? We, I'm just we got keeping just the last topic that we got returning with fresh eyes, which is exactly what you just said. You don't putting the the time in um you touched on it before like you can't continue to do the same things you need to figure yes. out where you can level up and that's the returning with fresh eyes question is a lot of i'm doing exactly what i did last program and my scale is not moving the same way well you know we, we, we mentioned that earlier in the program so <laughs> This is, are. yeah, this is becoming a really, yeah, literally the first week. Um, this is becoming an interesting conversation because we've done so many programs at this point. We are getting people who are coming back and coming back and coming back because they have larger amounts of weight to lose. And it's one of those things like, you know, um, like we're going to talk to Sarah, first group, 52 pounds. So then it would make sense, depending on the timing of the next group, that her body needed time to solidify that weight. You just can't go losing a lot of weight and not have your body need to take time to adjust and this is what I love about bringing her on in her story is like the evolution let me see some of my notes you know like the the first time she did the program you know she was all in with the food she wouldn't look at herself in the mirror you know uh, found like uh, very strict sticking with it was worried about downsizing week do you know what I mean even had an injury and lost 52 pounds the next one you know started purposely looking in the mirror being a cheerleader for herself. Do you know what I mean? Really dug into mindfulness. Third group, right? Less weight loss than the first two programs, but lots of non-scale victories, changes in her body, found more calm, more peace, more confidence. I'm just like, ah, this whole story. This is like, this is it, you know? And I mean, some people, they 20 pounds to lose, they get in there, oh, great, amazing. But then what we know from our maintenance group is that they're not done the work. Once you get into that maintenance group, you got to keep working on all those, those issues and all those associations yeah. when you're done, you know? So I think this is where you, when, it, when you're coming back and repeating the program, like, and, and, and people will be like, well, it didn't work as well for me last time. I'll be like, what do you mean by that exactly? First time around is a real physical experience. Second time around, it's more mental. Third time more mind body next time where you're leveling up you, you know whatever it is that you're working through and they'll be like well I didn't lose as much weight okay but different season which can make a difference different seasons in people's lives with their stress and their routines and the shit that they're going through you know what I mean plus I always get back to that same thing I did everything I did last time I'm doing all the same things and I'm like but you have a different body 
this is where you have to level up. This is how, where you have to look at where you're at now and go through that maximizing post. Like you could, um, you could be drinking the same amount of water that you drank in the first group, but now it's winter time and you have your heat on. It's very dehydrated. Or now you've added in exercise. So, you know, you're not drinking enough water to compensate for I mean, I could go on and on and on stress levels, not taking your stress levels. into Portion size is a big one too. You can tell I'm really passionate about this conversation because people just do this all the time. Yeah. Portion sizes, they get stuck at the end of the program on how small their portions are, not taking into account how they're increasing metabolism, their body's needs, the fact that they're more active, the fact that they've added in exercise and more movement and doing all these things and they're keeping their portions small because that's how they were last time not really being open to you know the increasing their portion sizes so then they're trying to i find that they try to control things because in knowing what you know and then know and then there's also you know you can do it so sometimes you really aren't as diligent about doing the things that you know you you need to do because oh, i'll just you know i'll just get back at it and this will happen quick for me so maybe you know if you if you look back in hindsight were you as diligent really from the get with this program as you were your first program do you know what i mean or did you kind of come in being like i got this i know what i need to do i got the time how are your weekends been you know i'm indulging here and i'm indulging there because i can get back on track and no big deal do you know so you really have to kind of meet yourself where you're at each group and look at from that perspective i think what do you think yeah and i think fresh eyes is is um, a lot harder than it sounds. Uh, fresh eyes, or I'm sorry, maybe not a lot harder than it sounds, but a lot more, there's a lot more to it than it sounds. It's a lot more complicated. It's yeah. not just like, okay, I'm going to pretend I haven't heard the information. I'm starting again. It's legit. You are a completely different person and like to what you said about Sarah she really brought a different focus to every single one of her groups that she yeah. did and yeah. um what she wanted to get out of that group and what she put into it was reflective of what she was trying to get out of that group and i think you know your why changes yeah. what you want to get out of it where your body's at but also where your mind is at it's a lot harder like when you go to lose that initial amount of weight in that first group it's like okay i'm out of the danger zone i don't feel mm -hmm. shitty about myself mm -hmm. anymore mm -hmm. i get better mm -hmm. into my clothes i'm good and that that almost that panic or that motivation can be gone because you just like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with where I am, but I'd like to do better. This is my issue. hundred yeah. percent. I get very lax because I'm just like, oh, I don't think I look so bad right now. I'm comfortable. Yeah. Like I fit into my clothes. I look all right. And I am definitely, I try to you know, ah, it's okay. I know that if I just get back on track for a few days, the weight's going to go down. And it's definitely a different mind game after that with yeah. the fresh eyes and fresh eyes. I've actually come into this program feeling a little bit of the energy I had that first program where I did really well. And I'm feeling it. Like I said, my increased energy this week, I'm feeling like I did my first program. That being said, my weight still hasn't moved a lot, but I'm noticing how I'm feeling and digging into that. So I think just that's a big part of it is just really looking at what you want to get out of it and you just doing the same thing over and over again, you're not challenging yourself to get yeah. more out of it. And if you want the program to work for me more for you, you got to work more for it. Yeah. Um, Drew's producing the show right now. Drew, can you bring up that one quote? Someone said they bought 91 day, they bought a year's worth of the 91 days. I bought a year of the whole 91 days of WLBG promised myself I would do this for me and only me. There is no way, even with the ups and downs and plateaus, I am bailing out on myself. I am not doing the Coles Notes version of the program. Drop the mic. I mean that. This is where you've yeah. got to check yourself. You have to check in with yourself. How are you showing up for yourself? You're allowed to get tired. You're allowed to get frustrated. You're allowed to be like, fuck, this is taking forever. You're allowed to have all those things, but you also have to, when people talk accountability, you got to hold your ass accountable. How am I showing up for myself? Get real with myself. Stop looking for loopholes. Do you know what I mean? Let's st stop trying to bring in old quick fix things now. Like just show up, do the work, put the time that it's going to take. We got to get going, but um, just quickly, your tips for this week, week nine, we're going to, we're going to repeat again week 10 spoiler alert everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah spoiler alert but yeah no dig into the four questions we talked about that already today um mix it up mix up your proteins and fats don't stick to those old favorites if it's peanut butter that you want to have all the time yeah. don't do yeah. it try something else because this is a good opportunity for you to figure out what you like and then um i would just say challenge yourself just like really to 
cover all those three topics. Just challenge yourself with this. Yeah, it might not be comfortable. That's the whole point of switching it up. We're gonna, you're gonna be more comfortable when you go out on your own if you get yeah. uncomfortable while you're here with us. Yes, the time is now. This is where this is where yeah, the time is now, Paula. I love that, Kim. Amazing. Thank you. I will Thank see you, you next week. <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Okay, I want to get right into it. I want to bring on this next guest. I think this, her whole, everything she's going to share with us today is just going to tie in this whole conversation. So Sarah Shulman in the house, everyone. Let's meet her. Show. <laughs> I thought I might have a hard time matching your enthusiasm, but it doesn't seem to be a problem. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. I just freaking love your whole story. You know, I follow you on Instagram and I was saying to the team this morning, her vibe is a little different. I don't want to say like, it's not dark, like dark, but it is like, it's not <laughs> like, you know, it's not just like easy peasy, whatever. Like it's very real. It's edgy. It's like, and then when I started, you know, talking to them about your story, I'm just like, wow, man, she's gone through a lot. You're, you're, you're here. You're being very real, which is, I think what's how this is going to fit into this conversation. So at 82 pounds down, is that where you're at now? I want to give you all your props. That's where I'm at now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your fourth group that you're in right now. Yes, it is. Okay, so where do we want to start? Did you always have a weight issue? You know, I don't think I always had a weight issue, but I mm. always thought I had a weight issue because, and it's funny, when I, when I sat down to write this story, I thought, where did this actually start? Ooh. And then I remembered that day that you mentioned before that I went to my mom and said, I want to learn how to dance ballet. And she, without missing a beat, said, no, no, you're too big for that. And I remember, really, like, I remember thinking, what? what? Like, does my body not do that? And, like, that's me. Oh, I can't. Old. Okay, that girl right there. Was I a toothpick twig of a child like some are? No, I was not. But you know, that really sat with me. And I remember, you know, I, I was very active in sports, competed in a ton of different sports. But I did compete in figure skating, gymnastics, and yes, synchronized swimming. And all of those sports have a vanity component. And I never felt like I was the right exact look for those sports. Although I was looking back, I was just fine. It yeah. really was irrelevant. And it just sort of played on in my life. Yes. My whole team, we were like all shook by that. When we were talking mm -hmm. and going over the notes of your story, we were all just like, oh, like, 
I, I don't, it's, it's so hard to describe when we talk about deep issues and associations and those beliefs, when you're told that you are too big or don't have the right body type to just do normal things, that makes you question for the rest of your life if you have the right body type to do this, the right body type to do that. And especially when there's nothing wrong with your body type. Like this is when we talk about past traumas don't have to be like these super dark traumatic things. They could be like, you know, just the words said by a loved one for whatever reason that just are just you carry forward in your life. So, so I would imagine this sort of framed your whole, you know, your weight loss, your dieting experience. Did when did dieting come in for you? Well, you know, I don't remember dieting when I was a little kid, because I was just so busy being active. Yeah. But I definitely remember in high school, thinking that if only I were smaller, then people would think more of me, which makes me really, really sad to say. Yeah. And so that's when I, you know, had the TV on one day and <laughs> Geraldo Rivera, I think it was, or maybe it was somebody else. Anyways, it doesn't really matter, but they were doing a show on eating disorders and it wasn't their goal to give me the idea, but that's what happened. I thought, oh, okay, I can do all kinds of weird shit, as you say, and change my body. And I did a lot of weird shit. And I finished high school super, super thin, went into university super, super thin. And, you know, that came with a whole bunch of stuff, too, because it didn't feel great that people paid attention to me because I was super thin. It made me sad. Because why should I be considered more because I weigh less? I'm still the same person inside. So it was like a double-edged sword. And I, you know, after that, you know, marriage, kids, my weight went up and down. And then I started on a little roller coaster with um, Weight Watchers. And that was sort of my, my program of choice. And I never figured out why it felt so icky to do until I started your program, Gina. Did you, um, did you, when did you, when did you realize all of this? Is this just been on your, like your, your realization on your journey that you've been doing over the past year? I mean, at this point or these, like, did you ever, when you're working with Weight Watchers, go into any of these fields? Did you, did you ever put two and two together or is it just, is this kind of a recent uh, I knew I didn't feel good about the way things were happening there. Yeah. And I knew because I had gone up and down so many times with them that I certainly wasn't learning things. And I was not feeling comfortable about the foods that I was eating because I was eating a lot of really crappy food so that I could get as much food, like bang for my points. You know what I'm saying? So, so some very strange things because- points did you save the points oh, my goodness I would like starve myself all day so that I could eat at night like it was a it yeah. was a recipe for disaster yeah and um but you know I kind of didn't think much of it and um the pandemic is when my weight problem took on a whole new life because two things because I wasn't going anywhere so I didn't have that same kind of like you know, I'm going to the gym, I'm <laughs> seeing myself in the mirror, I'm, you know, I just kind of thought, okay, I'm here on my own. It's yeah. a free for all. And who knew it was going to last for that long, right? Not me. Yeah, same. So, yeah, so that's when things got really out of control. But I really didn't honestly realize how much shame I had been carrying about my weight loss journey until like, my first program was December, uh, January 12th, 2022. And, you know, probably on like the 13th or 14th, you said something about it. And I remember like being in my bathroom because I was listening while I was getting ready. And it was like, oh, like my mind was blown. And all of this massive amount of shame that I'd been carrying around, kind of not even knowing it was happening. Yeah. Just like, released into the air it was it was so awesome and I get so yeah. excited for every program to start so that the new people coming in get to hear 
a couple of those really key messages that you say to every group, which is like, your body wants you to be healthy. You're not in a battle with your body. Yeah. Mind blowing. Yeah. Or if you're still trying to diet 20 years later, you're not a failure though. It's the diets that failed you. You're, you're, you're still here. You haven't given up on yourself. You're still, you're still trying. Diet culture was weird. Um, you know, 20 years ago, we freely talked about diets, doing weird diets was like not really frowned upon at all. I don't think we really realized the damage that we're doing. And then we, we, you know, that, that generation of us kind of went through that weird diet time and did all those things, not really realizing the impact that was having on us. And then we get hit with the, like the wham, the body positivity and the diets don't work. And the, the whole, that's a lot of stuff to reconcile when you spent 20 years trying literally anything and everything in order to lose weight, you know? And then, and then almost the, the shame in that as well of like, you know, not taking care of yourself, the shame of not having the willpower to actually do the diets. And then mean, then there's the losing the weight and then gaining it all back. Oh my God. That's a whole other thing that messes with, there's a lot to undo here. So let's, let's yes. talk about, so your first group, my Cole's notes is like, you had no idea how much you weighed before you got on the scale. So you were super nervous. No. And I, not only did I not know how much I weighed, I had actively made every effort not to look in the mirror for a long time. So I didn't even know how I looked. So my before picture was taken. I didn't even look at that picture until the end of my first group. It was taken just before my first group. Yeah. And I knew my sister had it on her phone and I knew I didn't want to see it. Yeah. yeah so getting on the scale was like a revelation. <laughs> yeah. And so how did you, did you, what did you, did you feel yourself working through stuff from real time? How did you keep getting on the scale? Obviously you didn't want to get out. How did you keep showing up and getting on the scale each day? Well, first group, it was easy because I had put myself in a mindset leading up to the day, day one that I was going to have faith in this process. There was something about what I read on your website and I stayed up so long. I searched on social media to find everybody's story I could find about losing weight with Gina. And I thought, okay, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. I'm going to surrender. It wasn't like a go in like rah, rah, sis, boom, ba. It was like, I'm going to ease into this pool. And before I got on the scale, I thought, okay, whatever that number is, it is. And it's the last time I'm going to see that number. And I Mm. will not allow myself to tell myself anything but that, which was huge because for probably a year before that, I woke up every morning, opened my eyes, sighed and said something awful to myself. So that day saying, you know what, like, I'm going to get on the scale. The only thing I'm saying is, it's the last time I'm going to see that. And then, you know, you started saying these things. Like, really, if you put on the side of the bus, if you failed all these times before, you're not a failure, you're persistent, yes. <laughs> then yes. you would not be able to accommodate all of the people who would come flocking to this program. Because, you know, I felt like a failure and I was, a, I was resisting joining because I didn't think I could handle failing one more time. Yes. Yeah. And then, oh. yeah, to failure, I was actually persistent and I said, yeah, I am. So anyways, the long and the short of it is my weight, my body loved this program, group one. My weight started coming off from day one. I lost an average of four pounds every single week for 13 weeks for a total of 52. It was that part was easy, but it wasn't all easy. Yes. But that so part. so let's so let's just go stop there at that point. What what would your tips be for someone doing their first program? What, what what's your tip? Then I want to go into the second. What's your tips for that? Like if you just ended the first program, fifty two pounds down. What would your tips be to to people? To people at this stage, on their yeah. first group. Yeah. I would say awesome. You've made it this far. Like, how wonderful is that? When was the last time that you stuck to anything for this many days in a row? Anything. Like, let's get real. (laughs) If you stuck to this in any way, shape, or form, if you stayed engaged and kept your mind in the game, 
in any way, shape or form, that's fantastic. Finish yeah. up, it will feel great. You will look back and say to yourself, there are things that I could do better the next time. There are things I could do differently. But the fact that I finished it is huge. So I want to so now go back to four groups later. And this really stuck out to me. Uh, you don't acknowledge the struggle bus. You won't let it park outside your door and you continue to view all the challenges as part of the process and the thing that needs to be worked through to get to finally and forever. I freaking love this. I'm not acknowledging it. I'm not getting on it. I'm not even looking at it. Screw it. It's not there. What a different, this is what I'm saying about your perspective. It's so different. I, and, and also to take it back to your scale, you know, I know so many people are nervous about this scale. I've actually really lost sight of the fact that there are some people who might, and this was my story too, by the time I got on the scale, I had lost weight. And then when I got on it, I was like, what? You know, in, in the 19, group, 19 groups that I'm running, I've totally lost sight that there might be people like yourself who that when I'm suggesting they get on the scale, haven't got on it. And they're afraid of that number and they don't know what that number is. So thank you for thank you for that reminder. But this, you don't acknowledge the struggle bus. Talk about this, because I think this is so huge. Well, yeah, I was saying to Kim, I've got a no parking struggle bus sign on my driveway in front of my street. They're not allowed. It's a no struggle bus zone. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, I, it's really important to me not to be passive in this process. And sometimes I think when people say the struggle bus landed on my doorstep, it's like, you know, inevitable and there's nothing I can do about it. Is it inevitable? Absolutely. It's inevitable that your weight will not keep dropping at the same rate, that you will have things that come up in your life that make it impossible for you to even follow the plan very closely. All of yeah. those things are very, not only possible, they are probable and they're predictable. So what I like to do is take those as opportunities to dig in a little bit. Like, why is this happening? You know, if people are freaking out, for example, as I was listening to you and Kim before about having freedom, that's kind of exciting to me. So there's something about having freedom that makes you concerned. Great. Now you know where your work is. What is it about freedom that is worrying you? Like, do you need to build in structure? For me, at the end of my first group, because I was very afraid to veer from the food plan, so I followed every tweak as you prescribed, yeah. But I didn't eat the cake because I was scared. You know, I was scared. If I have one piece of cake, is that going to create some kind of a thing in my head that I'll just like throw in the towel? And all that really means to me now is that I hadn't done the work yet on that part. And I knew I had to. So oh. That's when I started my Instagram account was on day 91 of my first group because it was like, okay, Sarah, it's time to start unpacking some of that messy stuff. It's like, you've been a good little soldier for Gina. <laughs> now it's time to dig in. So like, yes. to me, it doesn't matter if you have, you know, five pounds or 250 pounds to lose. Most people have issues around food and their bodies and so on. And the fact that, you know, I have more weight to lose, so I'm here longer just gives me more time to work on those things. Yeah. Which will get me to that finally and forever instead of on that roller coaster again. I should say living the Livy life is your Instagram handle where you're sharing. But to, to your point of what you just said, it's all about living. Like, I think people are in pursuit of their best lives. We hear people say, I just want to live my best life. They want to get to the, we talk about getting to this destination and it's just, but the, the, your best life is now. And every day, what I love about this program 
is like physically you're just helping your body get healthier and healthier, but mentally you're working through the things that you need to work through, not just to lose weight, but to truly live your best life. You have to unpack all of these things and thoughts and feels and stuff that's holding you back. No, make no mistake. If they're holding your holding you back when it comes to reaching your weight loss goals, they are holding you back when it comes to other things in your life, you know? And to your point, the fact that people are still here doing this kind of showing up for themselves this long and working through those, it, it is truly live your best life. One or work through all the shit you need to work through in order to get there. So I love, okay, let's, let's go back. I'm conscious of the time, man. We should have booked four hours for you. I got so much. <laughs> here. Um, second program. I love that. You said you started looking in the mirror and cheering yourself on, which was the biggest accomplishment after years of feeling shame. Was this a conscious choice? Did you, did you have to like declare I'm doing this or is this something that through the work that you did in the first program, you've just naturally started to do? Well, a little bit of both. So I started like I was, I have a lot of mirrors in my bathroom. So avoiding the mirror was like an Olympic event for me. <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth. I'm like only allowing my peripheral vision to extend. Yes. Well, it well, was do this. I've had so many clients. I'm like, is your body changing? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, when you stand in front of the mirror, they're like, I don't stand in front of the mirror. I don't, yeah, I, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So I started to say to myself, it's time to start opening up the view. Mm. It's time to start oh. looking at yourself. And, but it happened one day, and I think I wrote about this, that I was getting ready to shower and I walked past a mirror and I noticed like a little extra around the middle. And without even thinking, I just like patted myself on my thighs and said, that's okay, we got this. And I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> like, I just said something really encouraging to myself about, you know, something I still need to work on. Like, wow. So I thought, okay, it's time to go and get a full length mirror and put that in there because all the other mirrors are kind of like shorter. Yep. yep. But it was time and, you know, taking photos, it's time to start taking photos again. That part's coming a little bit slow for me, but I'm working on it. Yeah. 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 We got some deep stuff affecting, accepting yourself for who you are. You know, you're working through a lot of things really dug into mindfulness. What do you mean by that? Cause we, we, we throw that word mindfulness all the time. What, what does that mean? Really dig into mindfulness. What does that, what does that mean to you? It means, um, a lot of different things. It means when I'm going to eat something, I, I have this written in my book. I opened it because <laughs> I write notes every week, yeah. you know, yeah. to do's this week, take some deep breaths before eating and like calm and center myself because I know that my natural habit is to think about 12 different things and listen to a, somebody else and talk on the phone and make my grocery list while I'm eating. And next thing I know, I don't even remember if I ate. So that's not really conducive to connecting. It's such so, a huge thing that people can do, but yeah. does anyone ever doing it? I love that you're doing this. Oh, yeah, so it's like that. And, and then the next note that I made, expect some feelings and thoughts to come up this week. Don't panic. Hey, don't panic. And you know, what I, I like to do the opposite of what most people do. If I've got a uh, like voice, you know, thoughts in my head, which we all do, tell ourselves things about ourselves. A lot of people like to like push them away, pretend yeah. they're not there. I've learned that if you turn up the volume and listen to what's actually playing, then you can, then you can face it, then you can address it. Where's this coming from? Why am I telling myself this? You know, and what else can I do? Like what? I don't need to have this. Like if, if you don't do that, I think you run the risk of, you know, like I used to live in an apartment in university facing a railroad tracks. The first few nights I couldn't sleep because the train was so loud. The rest of the year, I didn't even know there was a train there. The train was still just as loud, yeah. right? Same thing with the yeah. voice in your head. I, this is so huge because I think a lot of people are great at, at acknowledging it. I, I, I you know, um, um, Deb and Charmaine, they were talking about giving her that voice, even a name, right? But turn <laughs> up, don't just acknowledge it. Turn up the volume. I can't. Yes. Turn up the volume. You want to listen. You want to hear, you want to hear the message. 
you want to know what you need to work through because at the end of the day you're gonna have to work through it anyway right so you might as well like be all in turn up the volume i can't that's so good <laughs> yeah i mean one of, my, one of my biggest nsvs for this program will always be that i do not talk crap to myself anymore mm. like i just yeah. don't i never I, I never wake up sigh and tell myself something awful there i have days where i'm you know i know i could have done better but I don't berate myself anymore. It served yeah. me no purpose. Yeah. Served me no purpose. That's a, that's a huge place to get to, though. That that's a huge place. Yeah. You're you're on your fourth group. That's a huge place to get to. Again, where did that? Where did you, was it an aha moment where you were like, I'm just you made again. Was that a conscious decision that you made? Well, I have to admit, part of this is because in my uh, rest of my life, I actually worked with women. And I teach a lot of different skills, including mm. self-empowerment. So what's been interesting is, you know, I've known a lot of these things all along. Yeah. And I've struggled to really internalize them myself. Mm. And when I started to do your program, and I started to really let go of a lot of the shame and really address them for myself, it was like, I felt like I was kind of locked and loaded and ready to go. But I think this is something that, that everybody has access to. Like if you're feeling feelings, yeah, that's awesome. It's even if they're, yes. even if they're, they're um, tricky ones, you know, that's awesome. Like, why are you feeling them? You know, yeah. what can you do about it? There are so many options that we have, including keeping on doing the same thing. But if I'm going to yeah. keep doing the same thing, I have to expect, the same results. Same results. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think people, when you, you know, if you're going to expect something different in your life, you have to do different things. And that's a big part of that stepping out of your, because I just, again, I love this, I love this conversation because it was really about what we talked about on the live this morning. This process is so much more than just weight loss. And I just wish there was a way that people could see how that, and I think through <laughs> you today, I think people can see how it's just so much more and that they'll get there. Maybe they're on their first group or their second group, but they're going to get there. I'm cognizant of time. We only have a couple more minutes left. I need to know what, 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 what would be your biggest takeaway for people? And to, if you could like, if, if you could just bottle up what you need them to know, what would it be? I need them to know that they have, they are in the right place. I need them to know that I don't know of any other place where you can find so much support from so many different people. I am so in love with this Libby Loser community. Yeah. When I did my first program and I, you know, and I looked ahead because I never looked more than a week ahead. And I was like, oh, next week is mindfulness. Uh-oh. It's, you know, this is not for me. I'm not going to yeah. like it. And then I looked in the group and I saw all these other members going, this is the key. This is the week. This is that made, that made all the difference. And I was like, okay, I'll be open-minded. So, you know, try. It's so easy for us to get stuck in our ideas of how things should be and how we've always done them, but you're here for a reason. Yeah. So really like be open, be curious and be kind of, you know, kind to yourself and, um, you know, let yourself grow in this process. This is so much more than weight loss. So much more than weight loss. Your favorite week? What's your favorite week? Oh, I was working so hard to figure that one out. I think uh, if I have to pick a favorite week, it would be week two, which is the third week. So we've done prep week. We've done week one, week to everybody's kind of figured it out and they're getting going and they're excited and I would love for people to kind of bottle up their enthusiasm from that week and save a little bit like save it you know for a rainy day because the rainy days are going to come and you know that everybody knows that nobody really goes into this expecting it to be simple and easy all the time. Right. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, hoping for the best, preparing for the worst. I'm like, no, how about just like, no, this is a yeah. process. 
it's good. They're going to be easy parts, hard parts, plan for it, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm just so happy everyone's here. I think I made no sense, but <laughs> you made so much sense. Oh my goodness. You honestly, you made so mm -hmm. much sense. Definitely pop in. I mean, you're, you're super loved in the community. I think because caring is sharing and you get out of this program, what you put into it and you're a perfect example that I absolutely just, I'm in love with this conversation today. Like I said, if you could just bottle it up and I think that's what you've done, um, you know, so eloquently today is this, you bottled it up and showed the progress and the work and the mindset, you know, that you, you need to have behind this. And, you know, you're, like I said, you're, you're a little edgy. You're like, I'm all in. Like we, we, a lot of times we focus on the struggle bus being outside the house. We, we, we struggle on the challenges and you, it's like, you're fucking here for them. And I love that. And it's yeah. probably why you are such a huge success. I'm excited to see where you go with all of this. We definitely will have to follow up and, and, and have you back again. I can't believe we haven't had you on until now. <laughs> so happy to be here. And thank you to everyone who reads my super, super long posts. I do think a lot. I know it's not for everyone. <laughs> you know what? It, 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 the people who, you know, pick up what you're putting down, it probably means the world to them. That's the one thing that I've known is that the right thing said at the right time, do you yeah. know what I mean? can be a game changer for so many people. Everyone's just showing you so much love in the comments. Um, Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you, Gina. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Bye, living losers. Living life, everyone. Uh, make sure you check it out. I, I can't. Um, isn't Sarah amazing? I, I do want to just just recap what she said about our amazing community. And if you're someone who maybe is watching but not participating, it's not too late for you to start commenting and kind of join the community on that level. Show up each day. You know, use the the question of the day to set your intentions. Do your end of day reflections. There is still time left for you to step it up around here and level up, right? You have this whole community, not only everyone on my team who's just so excited and so honored to be here and help you through on your journey, but truly the uh, most amazing community like Sarah. Um, until next time, everyone, have an amazing week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>